When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, the oldest person in America, just turned 115 years old. Tony Kornheiser, UB Brown, right? It's got to be UB. Who else could it be, right? You know, it's UB. All that UB no. has done for both of us, but particularly you. Who helped break you in? Who helped break you in covering basketball low many decades ago? But you tell me every time we make a UB joke that he loves it. So I'm happy to do him. And he's not 115. No, he's not. not 110, oh, 115. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Bucks beat the Seahawks, Packers upset the Cowboys, and Jeff Saturday wins his coaching debut over Josh McDaniels. But we begin today with Minnesota and Buffalo, who produced one of the greatest late fourth quarters and overtimes in recent memory. Justin Johnson looked, Justin Jefferson, excuse me, looked like Jerry Rice. Kirk Cousins stopped at the goal line to keep Minnesota from winning. And then amazingly, Josh Allen fumbled in his own end zone to keep Buffalo from winning. Remarkably then, Allen went down the field to set up the tying field goal. The overtime, almost as dramatic, and it ended with Allen throwing an interception in the end zone. Wilbon, I know you watched, I watched. Did this win convince you to take the Vikings seriously. Yes, it did, Tony. I, I think I was taking them seriously anyway because I watch more of that division. I've watched the Vikings. I know people outside of the upper Midwest don't take the Vikings seriously. They don't take Kirk Cousins seriously, particularly after he's dancing, you know, shirtless on a plane following a victory. Yeah. They just don't. You know, you, you know so <laughs> I like the way the Vikings play, and particularly, Tony, what Cousins does seem to know, with or without a shirt, is that he's got – the greatest weapon at that position. I, I know I've said that Debo Samuel is the best weapon in the league because he can run and catch. But, Tom, I don't, I don't put anybody in the paragraph of Jerry Rice. I, I just don't do it. You know I threaten my own son and say you will be disinherited if you compare anyone in this household to Jerry Rice. And now I'm doing it. I texted you in live time and I told you this was the greatest ending of a regular yeah, season football game I had ever, ever seen. Ever. And it, it is. Yeah. I, I can't come up with anything else. But the Vikings, yeah, Tone, I think the Vikings are going to get challenged late in the season by the Packers, the Bears, and the Lions. I don't think they're through this yet, but I take them seriously now. I do uh, as well. I take them seriously. They are 8-1. and one. The only team they've lost to is Philadelphia, which hasn't lost at all at this point. They win close games all the time. Seven of their eight games are one-score games. That means they're winners, yep. and they know how to win games. I mean, I, that's an important aspect to this. I, I think they're a very good team at this point, and I trashed Kirk Cousins for years. I'm not trashing him today. He stood up. He played great. Even when he went down at the end zone and he didn't get in, that was the right call, and he made the right play. I have worries for Buffalo now, Mike. These are two very bad losses in a Jets. row. To the Jets in division. And to the Vikings in a game they should have won. Both going to the playoffs. Now, I accept the fact, well, I accept the fact that Josh Allen made up for a mistake by going down the field for the tying score. 
But, Mike, that fumble was atrocious. Yeah. It was atrocious. And his last pass getting picked off was very, very bad. There's no other words to say. This is the fourth time in the last two weeks this has happened to Josh Allen in or near the end zone. And, Mike, I said this to you yesterday in real time. Do you think that he can recover from this? Or is the cumulative burden of it— too great to bear. Tony, you know, his personality seems like if I was going to pick a guy or two to go through this, I might pick Josh Allen. And I love the way at the mic at the end of the game, he said, hey, this is on me. I've got to be better. He didn't say we. He didn't blame the offensive coordinator. He didn't blame his head coach. He didn't talk about yeah. play calling. He said, this is on me. That's right. I love him. I love his demeanor right. during the game and after the game. Yes, those are bad turnovers. You're right. And what, six picks in three games? I, I, I'm with you on that. But I, I'm not ready to be down on Buffalo yet, but I'm ready to be up on the Vikings for now. For now. I think the Vikings got I some just, tough I, games just to go. To, to reemphasize what you said, as Kirk Cousins was, and give him credit, matriculating the ball yes, down the field in the fourth yes. quarter. He had third and long. He had fourth and long. He got it up and close enough to Jefferson. He did who every single play he made was dramatic. And the one-handed catch yeah. is among the greatest catches I've ever seen. It is. Seen. Among the greatest catches. And he, again, I'm putting him in a conversation with Jerry Rice. Maybe I'm insane, but, you know. Don't do that. Don't do that, <laughs> don't, don't do that yet. Don't do that. It's like putting Derrick no, Henry no. in with Jim Brown. You and Sapp say to me, no, shut up, no, don't no. do that. No, Let's no. move to two unexpected results. In the early morning, way too early morning, Kornheiser special game in Munich. Tom Brady and the Bucks beat Geno Smith and the Seahawks. And later in Lambeau, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers beat Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Tom, which of these results was more surprising to you? Uh, Rodgers by a factor of 10,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady went out, and Tom Brady beat a pretty good team. Seattle's a pretty good team. And as you say, that was in Germany. Tom Brady's team led the entire way, and Tom Brady landed the plane. Aaron Rodgers was down, coming out of, I think, five straight losses, was down 14 points in the fourth quarter to a team we think is a very good team. Yeah. Dallas. Okay? And Aaron Rodgers in the first half of that game, except for one long touchdown pass, looked completely disinterested in the game. Maybe he threw six or eight passes. He looked like he wanted to get off the field. And then late in the game, we saw Aaron Rodgers for perhaps the first time all year. And in the overtime... When Mike McCarthy went on fourth and four and didn't get it and took his headset off and threw it down with a ferocity, must have shattered it into a thousand pieces. Everybody watching that game, you, me, and everyone else, knew Aaron Rodgers was going to go down the field and win again. Yeah, Tony, the, the place that you and I disagreed in real time is when you called me and said he looks disinterested. What's, what's wrong with him? I said, do you know? We've been screaming for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers to run the damn football for weeks. So they did it. So that took to me discipline. And Aaron Rodgers, that may not be the primary way he wants to play, but it was the best way to play. And by the way, I saw this graphic yesterday. I'm going to presume it's accurate. The Cowboys in franchise history, 195 and zero when leading by 14 in the fourth quarter. That's that's a that's really? a wow. I saw that graphic. Now it's I'm one. A, now know, it's well, and one and one. Yeah, but Tone, I don't. Yeah. I give Aaron Rodgers credit for doing what he needed to do in real time for his team, not for his own glory. That's a big win. They okay. saved their season, at least temporarily. We've seen the Packers well, under Favre okay. and Rodgers do this. We've seen them do it. Maybe, 
Maybe it's a turnaround. Maybe. But let me just give you this quickly. He has, what do they have? Tennessee and Philadelphia, the next two. Yep. Then they have the Vikings and the Dolphins. You got to win. Tampa Bay's 5-5, five and five, Mike. Yeah. Tampa Bay's in a rancid division. They're going to make the playoffs. And his turnaround was last week against the Rams at the end of the game. Yeah, no surprise off. there. No surprise. Jeff Saturday's Colts won yesterday, beating the Raiders behind their once again starting quarterback, Matt Ryan. Saturday is now 1-0 as an NFL head coach. Across the aisle, Josh McDaniels is now 7-24 in his last 31, and he's 2-7 this season. After the game, Raiders quarterback Derek Carr said with great emotion that not everyone on his team cares as much as they should. Wilbon, would you rather start with Saturday's win or Carr's reaction to his loss? Well, like a lot of people at this network, I was certainly rooting for Jeff Saturday, who I know. And Carr, who I don't, really struck me, however. Because I watched the whole thing. You know, I watched his whole post game. He was like he, was, he needed a sofa. He should have been laying on a sofa with a shrink in the room instead of other reporters. And I just thought, this guy feels this. There ain't nothing phony about this. Now, you may not like it. You may not like your football players to go to their knees and be almost weepy at the end of the game. I do. Because it shows no matter how much money you make and no matter how much glory and fame you could be covered in, this is like a little kid's game to you, and you care that much. And good for Derek Carr. I'm happy for just Saturday, but I wonder what's going to happen in almost in Oakland, in Las Vegas. Because, Tone, that coach, he ain't never got it done as a head coach. He's been terrific as right. a coordinator. Somebody will hire him back. And I know there are denials all the time about him getting fired, but why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you fire him? All right, so I will start with Derek Carr. Um, I watch him. He, he does this after almost – Every single game. And the way you give Josh Allen credit, I'll give Derek Carr credit. He puts it on himself. Says it's yes. his fault. Yes, yes, yes. But yes. then he sits there and he wonders why his team has lost. Well, they're 2-7. and seven. That's a lot of wonder. They are, to losing close games, what Minnesota is to winning close games. They have lost. They're 0-6 in one-score games. They're losers. It should be obvious. They were a playoff team last year. They added Devontae Adams, if I'm not mistaken, who is a great player. And they got rid of the interim coach, Rich Bisaccia, who took them to the playoffs, who kept the team together after the John Gruden mess and won four in a row to get there. And they hired a guy who it's not it's simply not working at all. I, too, like you, I'm happy for Jeff Saturday. I don't think they're any good, but they won on the road and they play the schedule they get. Here's what they got coming up. Eagles, Steelers at Cowboys, at Vikings, Chargers at Giants, maybe win two of those. But at least today. At least today, Jeff Saturday can be happy, and the people that knock that higher have to shut up for at least a week. Let's take a break. Coming up was TCU's win over Texas, the biggest result of the college football weekend. Is it time to go all in on the Miami Dolphins? Mike, I had written the Packers off. They had lost five in a row. I thought they were listless. I told you I was not wrong. to I do wrote that. Them off. You, I, you do, I, I wrote them off. I told you, wait. Just I wait. did. Pardon the interruption is presented by Crown Royal. Live generously and life will treat you royally. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. 
uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Crown Royal, part of Happy Hour. It's time to find out what's the haps with the hoi polloi. Somebody translate for me. Let's see what's first. Oh, I get to see what's first. Mail time! I don't have to twirl my hand. Here we go. What was your biggest takeaway from the college football weekend? Tone, I, I know there were results in terms of games I could focus on, like Texas Tech beating Texas in a competitive game. But I'm not going there. I'm TCU. Gonna, TCU I'm sorry, Texas. TCU, not TCU. Texas Tech. TCU. TCU. I'm going to go to right. a, a young man that we know from right here in the District of Columbia, Caleb Williams, Tony. Because Saturday, he didn't have his best game, 14-26. to 26, Although, three touchdowns passing, two touchdowns rushing. Accounted for five, had one of his two picks on the year. Yes, I said only two picks on the year. Tony, even in the one loss that USC has, and I got him as my favorite to win the Heisman because of these results, he had five passing touchdowns against Utah in a game that USC lost. They're going to play UCLA this week. I'm really looking forward to that. I got Caleb Williams ahead of the young man at Tennessee, ahead of C.J. Stroud at Ohio State, Hendon Hooker at Tennessee. As the Heisman Trophy favorite right now in my house, his numbers okay. are clearly better. One loss. I'm going to go to teams. Uh, my first thought was that TCU validated the ranking because they went to Texas, a ranked team, and they beat Texas, and they look like a playoff team. My second thought was about the conference you just mentioned, that the Pac-10, and I'll call them the Pac-10, thank you, they imploded. No UCLA lost. Oregon lost. Yeah. Two losses, they're out. I think that hurts USC because it's hard to now find a signature win that USC can get. My third takeaway was about Tennessee. Their strategy is clearly to score 60 and 70 yes. and 80 points the whenever they can to come in as a one-loss team. But, Mike, to me, the path easier and more defined for a two-loss team, for LSU. Because if they beat Georgia in the SEC championships, they're in and so yeah, I is Georgia. Them. I don't want them. I don't want any two-loss teams in this year. Not yet. Should we be all in on the Dolphins, or are you reserving judgment because they just beat the Lions, Bears, and now the Browns? No, I was in on the Dolphins before that. And if Tua's out there healthy, and he has been, starting and finishing games – then, no, the Dolphins' tone, I'm not going to call them the 72 Dolphins because they can't be that. It can't be perfect. But they look pretty damn right. close to perfect with him out there. And so, yes, I am all in on the Dolphins. Their defense is good enough, and particularly with Bradley Chubb out there rushing the passer after they got him in the trade. And the offense is nuclear. The offense, when he's out there, yeah. 
Tua can get yeah. all of this done, and he seems to keep himself out of harm's way. I, yes, I'm all in on Miami, aren't you? Yeah, I, I, I don't begrudge the teams they've beaten. You play the schedule they give you, and, and so I don't care about that. I'm not certain I'm all in on the Dolphins. I'm all in on Tua. Okay. I now understand why tanking for Tua a few years ago was pretty smart. 7-0 and in games that he starts and finishes. Since he came back from the concussion, 4-0, and 10 touchdown passes, no interceptions, 308 yards passing per Perfect. game, and he's only been sacked twice. Perfect. He's only been sacked twice. Yeah. So, so as you look around in the AFC, and as I said in our – First segment, Buffalo has hurt itself. They are not necessarily the front runner. Kansas City wins games, but not by large, impressive margins. The emergent team to me would be Miami. And what I find most interesting, and we talk about this a lot, the two Alabama quarterbacks, Tua and Jalen Hurts, who were under the most glare and doubt at the beginning of the season. Perfect. Their combined record in games they start and finish <laughs> is 15 and 0. Yeah. It's 15 yeah. and 0. Right? What, so it, what, it, what more do you it's want? It's really good tone. And by the way, when they put those graphics up on today's Miami team led by Tua, and they go back to first time since 1984, 1984. Ni- they're going against Dan, Dan Marino. Marino. Dan Come Marino. on now. Dan Marino. All in. Enough email. Let's take one last break still to come. Should Bears fans like Wilbon focus on Justin Fields' play? Or that loss to the Lions. They've left us no choice. And Joel Embiid goes for 59. Does that mean the Sixers are back on track? Embiid. I told you a couple of weeks ago that Jalen Hurts was my first half MVP. Yeah. I got two a second, but I do have Jalen Hurts one. I got Jalen Hurts one. By the way, Justin Jefferson might be three. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Monday Night Countdown from the home of the undefeated Eagles. And you have something special for us. Yes, we do, Susie. We have a sit-down with Jalen Hurts and the quarterbacks that paved the way for him right here in Philly. We'll see you at the top of the hour from Monday Night Countdown. Pardon the Interruption is presented by Crown Royal. Live generously and life will treat you royally. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Happy time, people. Happy 24th birthday, Devontae Smith. 
the Heisman winner at Alabama in 2020, and a member of two national championships there. In his senior year, Smith had 117 catches and 23 receiving touchdowns. If Smith were still at Alabama, they might not have those two losses they're saddled with now. Smith was the overall number 10 pick in the NFL draft by Philadelphia, where we will see him tonight on Monday Night Football. Last year as a rookie, Smith had 64 catches and five touchdowns. So far this year, Smith has 40 catches and two touchdowns. Mike, I wonder what his comfort level is having Jalen Hurts, an Alabama teammate, throwing to him. I'm sure it's high, Tony. How about those number of Heisman winners? What is it, four for Nick Saban down in Alabama? It's amazing. And Smith, some people thought he was going to just too small and might be brittle in the NFL. Hasn't turned out to be that way at all. Not at all. Happy anniversary, Don Shula. On this day 29 years ago, the late legendary Miami Dolphins coach passed Papa Bear George Hallis for most wins ever in the NFL by a head coach. Shula, who coached the Baltimore Colts before coaching the Dolphins, finished with 328 regular season victories. And that is 33 more victories than Bill Belichick, who now sits in third place behind Shula and Hallis. Shula retired at age 65. Belichick is 70 years old now. If Belichick wins three or four more games this year at New England, he might well catch Shula in three more full seasons. Mike, do you think he will stay and try and do that? Tony, I don't see that. And Belichick is such a passionate student of history, all history, but of course, NFL history. You know he knows everything Shula ever did along the way. And it just it strikes me that given his great respect for Shula and history, that it wouldn't matter to him. If he's winning, maybe he'll stick around because he feels great, but not just to beat Shula. I don't necessarily see that. Happy trails to a 14-point fourth-quarter lead for your Chicago Bears. The Detroit Lions scored 21 points in the fourth quarter to beat the Bears for their second straight win yesterday, 31-30. DeAndre Swift started it with a nine-yard run. Jeff Okuda had a 20-yard interception return. But Justin Fields shook off that pick, and then he ran 67 yards to put the Bears back on top 30-24. In hindsight, the crusher for the Bears, as usual, a kicker, Cairo Santos missing the PAT. Jared Goff then led the Lions on a 91-yard drive, culminating with a one-yard touchdown by Jamal Williams. Detroit's extra point provided the margin of victory. Wilbon Fields ran for 147 yards, passed for 167. You already love him, right? Oh, absolutely, Tony. Look, Tony, already in just these few games, he has put himself up there with performances, not career achievement, Performances that remind some of us old heads of Sayers, number 40, Peyton, 34. You know how difficult it is for me to say that. Justin Fields has had like three or four weeks in a row now. We can't beat anybody. We have no defense. They traded away the defense and they finished it when they got rid of Quinn and Roquan Smith. We got to forget about that. We got to revel in the development of Justin Fields. Long way to go. But, oh, my God, he has the tools. You know, historically... Ohio State quarterbacks Don't do aren't anything. great in the Nothing. NFL. You know that. Yeah. Let me go to the other side on this. Earlier in the year, there was some talk of getting rid of the coach at Detroit. That guy, his team is so spirited. You they know are. what I mean? When you they watch Campbell. them play, yeah. they never think they're out of it. Yeah. Now, he said crazy things about biting people's kneecaps, but that team plays for him. 
They play for him. He they ought to do. get some they credit. too well Let's yesterday. go to the big finish. Let's do it. Yesterday, Joel Embiid had 59. Darius Garland had 51. Anthony Davis had 37. Which was most notable? Oh, Embiid. I mean, Garland was great, but they didn't win. They've lost four straight. Now, Embiid, Tone, I, I know you don't like to, 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 to give Embiid a kiss, but Yappy. I will. Come on now. Yappy. The Niners beat the Chargers. Yappy. Did that impress you? Yeah, I think the Niners are going to get better and better and better as the season goes along. But the Chargers were plus seven and only lost by six, so they covered up. Top College Hoops Project prospect DJ Wagner chose Kentucky over Louisville today. Does that make sense? It makes sense, but this, we're talking about Dewan Wagner's son and Milt Wagner's grandson. You and I covered games that Milt Wagner played yeah. in. Are you kidding me? Yeah. The Bruins are 14-2 and two and have started a team record 9-0 and oh at home. Is that a big deal? They're an original team. If this is a record at home, yep. that's a big deal. Last one, number three, Texas, and number six, UConn. Women's college hoops tonight. Who you got? I'm just going to say this. UConn to be number six without their best player, Paige Beckers, who I guess is out for the season. That is impressive all on its own. We're out of time. We will try and do better the next, next time. Elizabeth and Ron, congratulations. Congratulations indeed. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. Now to get you set for Monday Night Football, here's Susie Culber and the Countdown Crew. Some bash, Tony. Behind Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.